Hey, we're back from vacation. Welcome to another episode of FR Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Flook. I'm Eric Richardson. We have a lot of announcements to make. You know, we were both on vacation and we have some racing uh, discussion to tie in with that. But first off, yesterday was basically the one year anniversary of FR Racing forming. One year. Can you believe that? It's amazing how quickly it's gone. Um, just feel like we just got started. I, and I was, I put up a, a post on Instagram and I just started kind of listing out things and it's just, it's unreal. The progress that has been made in one year. It was just, you know, this is kind of a discussion where you're like, Hey man, we wish we could have brought this, you know, made this happen. I'm like, well, maybe there is a way and not the way we originally anticipated, but, uh, I would say this has been a wildly successful first year. And couldn't have asked for anything more. It's been fun just seeing it build and progress and see what this next year brings. The the second part of it is just in time for a one-year anniversary, we have become Twitch affiliates. So I'm sporting the, uh, oops, sporting the Twitch shirt this year or today. So uh, we're we're excited to have hit that milestone right before our one-year anniversary. I mean, we didn't, our first Twitch stream was that Charlotte race in September of last year where, uh, you know, we took each other out. <laughs> during the uh, that race. was more me with a controller and no yeah. first wheel race and it wasn't calibrated properly. Yeah. So that, that was a struggle for you. I mean, I, you know, I, I, uh, won that race, but I was think I was like 10 laps up on you because you just couldn't keep the car on the track because of the, the calibration, I, but obviously you got over to like 20 or 25 laps it was bad yeah it's it's you've you've managed to come a long way since that that first incident and uh it's helped a lot arguably not even arguably like you've surpassed me i don't think there's any question about that uh generally but um before we move on i think we need to one i didn't start the clock so i have no idea where we are time wise i should probably do that uh, this is compelling, I know. Um, but I think, you know, we obviously this was this is staged, but we uh, I think a shot of Malort is in order here to celebrate our first year. I would agree with that. OK, the timeline is or the stopwatch is on. So I've pre poured my Malort. It's still early morning here, so I'm not. You know, I don't have nearly as much. Uh, Jepson's Malort. We, I have mine in my Indy 500 uh, mini yeah. milk jug. Same thing. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, it's not milk. It's not a full size jug. But hey, Jepson's Malort. It works. Here we go. Cheers. All right. It gets easier. It still has that aftertaste, but after going through a few bottles of this stuff, okay, now it's starting to come on a little bit more. It's so weird how it has that delayed aftertaste. Where it tastes so good when it first goes down, and at least for me, it's like jet fuel going down my esophagus. <laughs> good endorsement of the of the company there. Actually, that's you know for those who don't, I mean, you should know if you followed us by now. But I mean, Jepson's Malort, they they. This is a Chicago-based product that was known for being bad. And this was actually originally created during Prohibition. And uh, 
it was actually marketed as a medicine and all the prohibition inspectors were like, oh, that, that could be because nobody would recreationally drink this. And it's kind of become a, or built its cult following in Chicago. And as people have kind of left and branched out of Chicago and come and gone and visited, uh, it, the, the brand has, has grown as well. So Jepson's Malort, the logo on the side of my car during Wednesday night dash, you know, thank you for your encouragement. You know, they sent a, a care package a while ago with their excellent bourbon. Um, but I'm thank you. I'm trying the bourbon still. The, the bourbon is, is the bourbon's <laughs> excellent and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty tough. It's, you know, it's twi- almost twice as much alcohol as a, a shot of Jack Daniels. So um, I, I didn't make that connection when I had my first drink with it. And I was like, whoa, this is hitting pretty hard. Then I look and see that it's like 118 proof or something. <laughs> like that. Yeah, this season, along with your Malort truck, I've been running the Jepson's bourbon truck. The Jepson's bourbon. So there you go. Check them out. Jepson's Malort, uh, Jepson's Malort, at Jepson's bourbon on social media. Uh, they embrace that. It's terrible. Uh, we're not shaming the, the, the brand at all this is the purpose of it it's it's hilarious trick your friends good party trick yeah if you want to have fun take it to a party and record the reactions uh, on that note we were on vacation last week there was no show there was no wednesday night dash we're back this week uh eric was on the atlantic coast in the atlantic ocean i was in on the pacific coast on the pacific ocean and we made some track visits. Uh, mine vastly different from yours. You want to go into your visits? Yeah, you know, started off going to Daytona. It's been maybe 20 years since I was there. So it was fun to go back and see the museum and get a, go around the track. And, you know, never ceases to amaze me just seeing the banking up close of just how steep it is. And the fun fact about it, if you don't go 70 miles an hour, your rear end is going to fall off the banking. <laughs> so you got to maintain speed to stay on it. Otherwise, you're just going to slide down and drive sideways. That's hilarious. A and, and a little scary, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the banking is just something you don't really truly understand. I mean, Phoenix is banking. I've taken my personal vehicle out on that track. And I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say it's like. 20 i mean it's nowhere near daytona but i mean it's more than indianapolis and and you know i'm in a little suv and my wife's like are we gonna flip over i'm like no we'll be fine but still i mean it's still nothing compared to you know daytona and talladega yeah they're uh what 31 degrees yeah that sounds about right believe it or not not the steepest bank track on the circuit that belongs to bristol that's right. That is, I believe 36. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's just amazing how, how different that, you know, these, you know, you're an oval with four turns and how vastly different you can make them from, you know, the turns, the straightaways, the bankings. I mean, it's just amazing. You they, also yeah, hit is amazing. It's it, the I have not, I have actually never been there. It's, it's on my list of things to do. I, I, I need to get to a 500 or, uh, at the very least, I need to get to the track and visit the museum. I have not done that. Yeah, the museum is cool. Bucket list item for me is to make the Daytona 500 one year. And you have you also hit up the Carolinas, too, on your way back. Yeah, we drove up through Virginia, had a former diver of mine, um, went to her wedding. So congratulations to them. But on the way, we actually drove right past Darlington. 
so I didn't know what to expect there. That was my first time going by. I actually didn't get a chance to do the tour just because of time constraints, but driving by the track and getting to see it, it is not located anywhere near what I thought it was. Darlington is a very small, sleepy little town. Yeah, and that's all they're known for, which is which is crazy. I mean, you look at it too on the, the classic NASCAR tracks. You look at, you know, Martinsville, Rockingham, which you know, you'll talk about that in a second, North Wilkesboro. I mean, these are not major cities. Like these are tiny towns and you know, very small towns that like they're known because they have the track. Yeah, and, you know, I got spoiled having gone to Indianapolis in April and then for the 500 in May and then a few days prior going to Daytona, going to the mecca of motorsports basically between those two and then seeing Darlington. Like, Whoa, where were we at? And if you thought Darlington was kind of rural, Rockingham, I think, was even more so. The only thing by the track was fields of parking. And then the um, drag strip was right across the street. Oh, wow. And out in front by their sign, it says The Rock. They have two granite boulders. <laughs> I guess that, that so makes they have sense. The Rock. But it's cool. They have names etched into them there, I believe, of race winners there. Um, some of them going back as far as like Kale Yarbrough. Wow. That's so it was uh, kind of fun to see that. Historic. I mean, maybe maybe one day the Cup Series will make their way back there. I think that would be pretty awesome if they did i mean it's, it's a classic no, I, had a, I had a fun thought maybe can rile up nascar a little bit here but it's a small track and they, yeah you know I, we've talked about it <laughs> it's a small track and they always had trouble gaining attendance and you know the all-star race isn't maybe widely watched but let's bring back the all-star race to a classic track let's take the all-star to the rock yeah and especially too like in it from its proximity from charlotte they're there the you know the way they've scheduled it is charlotte's right after that i mean logistically wouldn't wouldn't be hard exactly. for the teams you know they no, just not far at all up up the road to charlotte and you're ready for the the coca-cola 600 the following week yes yeah, so i think it'd be fine i would i it'd would be something to look be. into i know Last year, at some point, they were looking at repaving the track to maybe bring a race back in the future. So maybe that'd be a great way to get Rockingham back in the schedule. There you go. We'll start our campaign, Bring Back the Rock. Yeah, there we go. Hashtag Bring Back the Rock. <laughs> Actually, Not Dwayne the, Johnson. That, yeah, then Dwayne Johnson would be like, what? Where did I go? <laughs> I didn't know I ran away. <laughs> yeah, I might have to work on that hashtag a little bit. but. Yeah, um, I don't do hashtags. Yeah, well, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll we'll put that with our social media team. Um, my visits, on the other hand, didn't go as expected. I was hoping to swing by Fontana and and take a look at Auto Club. Uh, traffic dictated otherwise, and we had been in the car with two young children for several hours and a couple hours longer than we originally planned. So I, uh, I, I unfortunately had to cancel the visit to Fontana. However, on my last day of vacation, I ended up going into Long Beach and I took my family vehicle out and more or less drove the uh, Long Beach Grand Prix circuit where IndyCar goes every year. Uh, Formula One is raced there in a variation of the, the course in the past. And I mean, that circuit revitalized that area and turned it from uh, kind of the, you know, kind of a shipping port into actually this whole, there's an aquarium, there's a convention center, there's all this shopping down there. I mean, it's, it's a 
really cool area. And I think, you know, it's one of those, I want to get out there and see a race there, but um, it, it's just so weird that, you know, you're driving on this and there's, there's markings and there's barricades where you can see where the, the roads are closed off that, that are there. Um, especially when you come out of turn nine and 10, which are in a private parking lot and you get to, to turn 11 on the big hairpin before you get back to the, the start finish line. I mean, that's, that's actually, there's a cut between the median and the road and they have barricades blocking it that they just move those barricades to make turn 11 uh, every year for the road, which is really cool. So um, the videos on YouTube, the videos on stadium scene TV uh, you can see more or less the course, you know, obviously I, you know, I'm driving through the pits because other, if I was driving on the actual course, I'd be driving on the wrong side of the road. Um, if I want to get fun though. Yeah. Well, uh, entertaining maybe yeah, yeah, <laughs> legal. I might have to call, call a lawyer, which would be a problem. Um, you know, you get to the fountain uh, turn two and three uh, it, you, you know, obviously I got to go counterclockwise, but if I would have, you know, gone clockwise, I'd be on the wrong side of the road. So it's, it's not a hundred percent accurate, but you get the idea. I mean, you yeah, it gives you a great idea of we, seeing it. And I put the iRacing screenshots in as I hit certain markers and certain turns that so you can see, like, it's pretty darn accurate. I mean, this, the iRacing probably, I, I, I want to say it was like 2017, 2018 when they most recently scanned the course, but it's still pretty darn accurate. Pretty, pretty awesome. So yeah, it's been fun checking out tracks and you got to do that at Long Beach. I've done that with Belle Isle. So it's fun to be able to do those things and see where they actually race. All right. Very briefly, we're going to get into the, uh, the pros. Um, NASCAR had a lot of weather delays in Nashville. Formula One IndyCar were all off last weekend. Our, our friend Bernard Pollard who races with us. He, was, uh, he lives outside of Nashville. So it, that was his home race. He was there getting soaked. Uh, I'm not sure if he has dried out yet from that race or not. Uh, I need to reach out. He wasn't available for, to race with us this week, but, um, you know, Chase Elliott wins, you know, if, uh, it's what second win on the year now, I believe so. And Alex Bowman, uh, was wrecked by Corey LaJoy. They got into a little scuffle on social media and through the press, uh, you know, and, and if it wasn't for that, they would have probably hit the halfway point before the big, you know, two plus hour rain delay and chase would not have won. So, um, Alex wrecking out, got Hendrick a win more or less. Uh, so other than that, they're back on the road course at road America this weekend, formula ones at Silverstone and IndyCar is at mid Ohio. So a lot of, uh, of circuit racing this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'm going to try to catch as much as I can. I'm actually running up to Frankenmuth, Michigan to watch some fireworks. So we'll the see Christmas what I town. Catch. Yep, indeed. We, uh, World's largest Christmas store is up there. Yeah, my uh, my uh, my wife has been there. She's from, well, lived a lot of her life in Michigan and spent some time there. And her, her and her friend would go up there every year during college for a Christmas visit. And we have several christmas ornaments uh you know from from that town so yep very familiar with that on that note we're gonna go into wednesday night dash uh went into darlington after the off week and it's a tough track i mean there's there's a reason why it's called the track too tough to tame the lady in black um it's 
it's aggressive it's small it, you not know, a lot of no, room when i was there i did look in the gift shop and they had a magnet that just said got stripes <laughs> i almost got it but it wasn't in too good a shape it was the last one but yeah, all sorts of names there. I mean, I think especially after driving on it in a race <laughs> after the visit, I, I'm sure you have a new appreciation for what what you saw in person there. Yeah, it it's a wild track, and there's a reason cars come out of there beat up and missing their right sides. I, it, I just you will slide up to the outside, and you run up high. Yeah, and if you just do not time it right, oh, you are going into the wall, and I. I had a very rough first half of the race. Um, the other awkward thing is the pit entrance and the commitment cone. A couple of the drivers missed the commitment cone and were black flagged during the race for the, the improper pit entry and uh, a couple, a couple of pit speeding violations there. Uh, it's, it's tough. And then, you know, second half of the race, I'm like, Hey, I think I've got the hang of this. And then like five laps later, I just completely demolished my truck and, try to make it around to get into the pit and my truck broke down 10 feet from the pit stall. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I going back out there. I'm already 20 laps down at this point. Uh, no reason to, to go back out there. All I'm going to do is just ruin the race for someone who's competing for a podium. But speaking of podiums, someone here got a podium and it wasn't me. Yeah. It ended up in third. I'm not too sure how, but managed to battle back but before talking about that um congrats to colton gardner yeah colton what a race yeah uh colton man i went back and watched some of his run i think it's his home track i think don't quote me on that but i mean he is from the carolina region i think he considers darlington his home track and watching it you can tell he has put in a lot of work on that track. It was a near flawless run. He led start to finish. It was just, I was watching the replay. I was just in awe how well he handled it. I mean, he had a, a 16 second lead at the end. Um, he may have been the only one too to not snag a Darlington stripe. Yeah. He, um, he had a two X incident count, but I mean, whatever it was, it didn't impact them too much because just, just watching the replay, it was just very smooth around good speed, kept the car clean. I mean, it was just totally a dominant run. So congrats to him. I mean, when we, when he found us last, uh, last season and raced with us in Phoenix and gave, gave Chad Winstead, um, a, a run for his money at Phoenix, we, we knew he was going to be a, a, a top competitor here with the series. So congrats to, to Colton. Uh, awesome, awesome job last week. And, you know, Caden McAravey had a really yes. good run. Yes, he did. Yes. On the lead lap. Yeah, Caden had another great run. He won previous week um, in Charlotte and, and had another, another fantastic run, top three. Um, so, you know, we, we've really excited this season. The, the level of competition, especially the top tier of drivers is really stepped up. It's a lot more balanced this time around. Um, so it's, uh, you know, very excited where we, we are at with this series and, you know, we're halfway through, we're going to be off next week for the 4th of July week. Uh, we'll be back and do some super speedway racing at Talladega. Well, and stay posted too, as we are looking at maybe doing an exhibition race of some sort next week in the, in lieu of Wednesday night dash. Yep. We haven't 
quite decided on what we're going to do yet, or if we will. I, I think we'll do something. I don't know what yet, but we should probably make that decision soon. Wednesday will be here before we know it. <laughs> Maybe go just completely rookie and wing sprint cars at Kokomo. <laughs> <laughs> the hometown track for both of us. So if you want to see a mess of a race, uh, maybe we'll put that together. I, yeah, I've been out there a couple of times in on the, the dirt track in, in Kokomo with the sprint car. And I'm just like, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> I have not been in a sprint car yet. It, it's just, I see these people, I'm watching them on Twitch and, and YouTube and whatever. And, you know, you're making left turns, but you have your, your, wheel turned all the way to the right as you're sliding through the turns and i'm like oh okay and then i try to do it and then just you know i'm upside down and we're like, looking a couple of weeks from now till we get to do that with bristol in the trucks. yeah that terrifies the crap out of me too um we we uh there may have been some drinking involved when we put the schedule together and some evil laugh as yeah we put coda we put darlington we put dirt bristol we put lucas oil indy raceway park on there like what were we thinking <laughs> i don't know what we were thinking but you know, it's gonna it's, be fun uh, and challenging to the drivers Je- jepson's malort i think may have been involved there or probably just beer but hey you know yeah they know we're having fun with it so they know we do have some fun races coming up talladega here in two weeks then um lucas oil then we get the fun of Bristol and then we cap it off with Phoenix. Yep. And then uh, we'll do some recruiting races in the month of August. And probably after Labor Day, we'll start the final 2022 season with a wrapping up uh, right after Thanksgiving. Um, looks like right. we're going to go ARCA. Going for... ARCA. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting. ARCA, Maybe one we... step above street stocks. <laughs> It'd be fun if we designated one ARCA breaks. No, no, that might. Yeah, we, yeah we don't want to. We don't want to get the uh, get the get cliche and kind of no, copy there. Not at all. No, no it's I fun mean, that. check out Archibrics Weekly. They're hilarious to watch. Yeah, it just it's very cringe-worthy hearing people just insult each other. But you know, it's it's a fun watch. So free plug to them. Uh, on that note, uh, any closing thoughts, Eric, before we wrap up this week? No, you know, it's been a lot of fun racing, um, Darlington wanted to pull my hair out too but that's why i actually don't have any now <laughs> um no let's get ready for talladega and, th- and it's been a year thank you to everybody who's followed along and yes. given us props or helped us out even just giving us advice Ro- um, rogue energy so hydrate spark you know we got the the hydrate spark it, it this bottle has changed my life and i that sounds again cliche but it is not it, it is the truth I, I am at 303 days in a row of hitting a water goal, water consumption goal, which generally is more or less around a gallon a day. A um, little less on the less active days, maybe a little bit more on the more active days, but uh, it is completely changed how I feel, uh, just how I sleep. It just water is, is you know, it's the key to life. And, you know, Printful, Player One Coffee, Priority Tire, uh, Philips Hue, um, sure i'm missing a couple in here uh, blue host blue host yep. great um so thank you to everybody out there too so on that note we'll wrap up our longest episode we promised 10 to 15 minutes we live this one's gonna be like 25 so uh 
Thanks for we're, watching. Sorry, we'll try and do better next time. Yeah, yeah, you know, I we once we talk, we don't shut up. So that's that's the moral of my life for sure. Uh, FRRacingOnline.com at FRRacing on all the major social media platforms and uh, streaming channels. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Well, actually, no, we won't see you next Wednesday night. Um, actually, eh, some one of us will be on the stream probably. And then uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week with another episode of uh, Garage Talk. See Thanks, everybody. Time. Take care.